when you understand your own needs, you know when you're caught off guard. When you are put in a situation where someone is maybe overstepping your boundaries, you're aware of it because you know your own needs. And because you're able to identify it, be aware of it in that moment, you can stand up for yourself. Hi, and welcome to the Girl Who Can podcast. I am so, so happy you're here. It's time for you to remember that you are the girl who is valuable, inspiring, and deserves to live in the confidence that is uniquely yours. Because my friend, you are the girl who can, but we're also not a place that expects or promises perfection because striving and hustling for the perfect looking life, one, doesn't exist, and two, will rob you of who you were created to be. So stick around and let me remind you of how to be the girl who can with who you already are. In this podcast, we have conversations that inspire you to be productive, stay rooted in purpose, but also learn how to embrace the imperfection that is just part of the journey and remember that you're not alone in that. So hi, I'm Arissa, registered dietitian by trade, but most importantly, your friend, and I've made it my mission to live and share with you the importance of working hard, but also resting well. So I invite you to be the girl who shows up for herself as we get into today's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the podcast. It's your girl, Arissa, as always, your sister, your friend, your hype girl, whatever you want to call me, I am there for you today. If you are a new listener, happy you are here. So excited you stumbled upon this and decided to just take the risk, take the chance and invest in yourself today. It's going to be a very exciting conversation. If you are a returning listener, love to have you around, love to keep you around. Um, We love growing this community and just investing in girls who can around the country. It is crazy or around the world, really. It is crazy that we are almost at 20K downloads. We were probably going to hit it within the next couple of days. And when I started this platform, it took me about six months, I think, to finally hit 10K. And it's not about the numbers, but it is exciting metric for me to just look at. Um, So we hit 10K downloads in about six months, and it's taking me about three. So half that time to get another 10K downloads, which means that I'm just so grateful for whoever you are listening. If you have ever shared the podcast, if you have ever listened to multiple episodes It really just means the world. I show up every single week because I care genuinely about whoever you are. Obviously, we might not know each other on a personal level, but just the people who have reached out to me over the course of almost a year of starting this podcast has been incredible. And I feel like I'm just making new friends all around the world and love seeing that you feel like the girl who can, not because of my words, but because of who you already are. That really is just the premise of this podcast to remind you of what you have within you. So then you can go out and change what's your mindset is and therefore change the world and have an impact on this world because you can do that. That is why you are here. Not meant to live small, but live big. And maybe that means being uncomfortable and being okay with the uncomfortable. That's how we know we're learning and we're growing. So, but never ever promising a path of perfection because life is just going to ebb and flow. We don't wake up on the right side of the bed every single day. So, 
here to just remind you of those realities and know that it is totally normal. But again, just super grateful for the growth of this podcast. My goal, as I mentioned, I think in the beginning of the year, like I did a episode on goals that I have for this 2023 year, but I would love to get this podcast to 50K downloads by the end of the year. Let's just go big or go home, 100K downloads by the end of the year. You know, let's just double it. Let's go big. Let's dream big. Um, I think it can definitely be doable, but it's doable only with the help of you, only with the help of you sharing. So if this episode is or episodes in the past have helped you in any way, shape or form. Um, if you can leave a review over on Apple podcast, it helps me out so much. It's part of, you'd be investing in my goals. Um, just as much as I love investing in your goals. So if you can leave me a written review, that would be awesome. Or wherever you're listening or share it in your Instagram stories, social media, all that jazz. It really just helps me out and would be a nice gift to me if you feel like helping me out. Um, but let's get right into it. Uh, we are talking today about standing up for yourself. And this is a very, very important conversation, especially as a woman, because I think women can be seen as being timid or when we do stand up for ourselves, it's like aggressive or we're too dominant, like, and we're not able to then set boundaries because of these narratives or standards that the world is holding over us, which really we need to begin to break that narrative because how often have you been in a situation and then later on you're like, oh, I wish I would have done it differently or yeah, I should have uh, said this, but I just, I didn't know what to do in the moment. Like I was just so afraid or I didn't know what was happening and I didn't know what they would think. I know I've been in that situation many times and even recently where I wish I could have done it differently. And yeah, for sure. There are situations where in hindsight, we always think about what we could have done differently, but we got to get better about understanding our own boundaries within the moment and investing in our values and morals beforehand. So then when we are faced in those moments of maybe uncomfortability or testing of our morals and standards, we can stand firm on what we believe in and be the girl who can stand up for yourself. And I think it's important here to define first what I mean when I say standing up for yourself, because I think often one can associate this idea of standing up for yourself with being angry or reactive, defensive, and their can be a spirit of those things coming out when we do think about, quote, standing up for yourself. And I get it. There might be things that happen in your life or situations that come up where you do have a right to feel angry or upset. Like those feelings are valid, but I encourage you to check your heart because you know, we live in a world where there are lots of opinions and you are very much entitled to have your own opinion, but everyone has their opinion and everyone wants to share their opinion. And it doesn't mean that everybody is going to agree with your opinion. So there's a difference between having a conversation and standing up for yourself versus fighting and 
neglecting the feelings of somebody else and not respecting their boundaries. And then all of a sudden you're blocking people on social media and not being friends with them because they have a certain opinion that's different than yours. That is not stand- That is not two people standing up for themselves. That is a lack of respect that two people have for other the person, other person's like boundaries and opinions. And to me, like that situation of being angry and fighting and to you, that, that, that situation, it might seem like, oh yeah, I'm just standing up for myself and what I believe in. But when you're incorporating anger and just animosity and all of it, like that's just unfortunate. Standing up for yourself really means that you have a strong sense of who you are, what you, you value, and your identity is secure where you're able to stand firm and not waver. And that means you're bold, you can take action, but standing up for yourself is being able to not react as well, being able to control your emotions because when you are reactive, that can mean being impulsive without collecting all sides all sides of the story and the facts. What I see happen is when people are reactive and quick to jump to conclusions and block people out of their lives or be angry, whatever. What I see here is that that is showing a lack of respect. That means that maybe there are some values that you have that are not rooted in respect. And standing up for yourself when you are able, like how I mentioned before, like your identity is secure, you're able to stand firm and not waver. That means that you have a respect for yourself. Because when you are showing behaviors that have anger and animosity in them, like you don't have respect for yourself, like, sorry, not sorry, but there's, that shows that you don't have respect for yourself because there is this lack of being able to control your emotion. And so that's just maybe a hot take on it. I'm not sure. But when you have a a value of respect and morals that are embedded in respect, that respect, you know, requires connection and the ability to listen to somebody, even when it's hard, even when you might not agree, but it allows you to kind of sit back and collect information. So then you know how to respond. Um, Being proactive versus reactive is how we're going to put it. But, um, and anger just in itself is a sign of protection. Like when you get angry, we get defensive It's a sign of protection, not from what was said from that other person or what's going on around us, but really it's a sign of protection of what might be happening inside of us. The fear or anxiety of being misunderstood or maybe misliked, I believe that's what anger is really displaying in that type of situation. There might be a fear of abandonment or being lonely, whatever it might be, right? So just reflecting on that piece of it, if you are somebody who does feel like standing up for yourself uh, has equaled anger um, in the past or a form of defensiveness, what are you trying to shield yourself from? And I mentioned this previously, but we have to learn how to control our emotions. And that's just on being an adult, right? Like, I sometimes don't want to listen to everybody's opinions all the time. They might not be healthy for me. It just might be great for me to just step away and not listen to somebody else. But standing up for myself in that situation means honoring me. 
And it doesn't mean it has to be verbal. It can mean just removing myself from the situation. If you want to choose your battles and know that, okay, maybe me, you being vocal um, in that situation might not be helpful. So maybe it's just politely, respectfully removing yourself from the situation and not stepping to a lower level to fight. That is not standing up for yourself. That is really just showing how low you can go and how where your heart might be because you want to invite in anger and animosity and yeah, just fighting. So stand up for you by being better. Ground yourself in respect. And then from there, confidence can build. And so how do you do this? You all know I am the person to like, yeah, this is my thoughts. This is the kind of the facts, but like how? How do we be the girls who can stand up for ourselves in a day-to-day life? Um, And what are the tactical things? So for some people being reactive might be something you need to work on. So like if there are things that I said in the past 10 minutes or so that turned on maybe a light bulb for you and you're like, yeah, I do get angry. Like those are things to work on first. But how do you stand up for yourself? I believe it's an important piece of the puzzle to have an establishment of boundaries, morals, and values. So those are big words, okay? Like boundaries, morals, values, those are like ambiguous, big kind of fluffy words. Like we all hear them all the time, but what does that mean? Like that's that's a lot. We that Each of those things could be its own TED talk. Those are big asks, but I'll break down each of those and why I mention them to be an important piece of the puzzle here, along with physical, verbal things that you can do to change your state and increase opportunities for you to stand up for yourself. So we'll dive first into boundaries and morals, why this is an important piece of the puzzle to learn how to stand up for yourself. Because when you have your own personal needs and boundaries set, there's no need to mirror anyone else's. And let someone walk all over you. When you understand your own needs, you know when you're caught off guard. When you are put in a situation where someone is maybe overstepping your boundaries, you're aware of it because you know your own needs. And because you're able to identify it, be aware of it in that moment, you can stand up for yourself. And just as an example here, I have, or I try and set a hard boundary around my morning routine. Like I said, I'm not perfect, but I try my hardest to protect my energy. And so I've set a hard boundary around my morning routine. If there is something that is creeping in that is clouding my space in the morning or has the ability to do that, I am able to recognize it immediately because I know my own personal needs. And from there, I'm able to say, hey, I can't do this for you this early in the morning because it really is affecting how I show up to the rest of my day. And no joke, like I have done that. There has been situations where someone has asked me to do something repeatedly like early, early in the morning. And you know, if it's like a one-off, like it's not that big of a deal. But if it is something that is going to creep into my energy, I have literally said, I'm sorry, I can't do that. I really value my morning routine. And so it's important to me that I continue investing in that. I can't do this for you right now. It can be a little scary, I get it, to like verbalize that. But what I tell myself is, you know, if I can be verbal about the fact that I stand firm in a value of mine, which is my morning routine, that might inspire them too. 
they might be like, whoa, she values her mornings. There may be something to like doing something in the morning, or maybe they've been trying to do something in the morning. Um, and that might be a source of inspiration for them because you never know who you can inspire and who's watching your story. They might be like, that's weird. Why are you doing that? You know, and that's okay too. Cause I know what my morning routine does for me and that is nobody else's business but my own and I know what like yeah it affects how I show up to the day so that's for me to understand not for me to explain to somebody else to try and yeah you get it so protect your energy protect your boundaries um and another point here is knowing that you don't have to act under the assumption that you have to please everyone. Because where are my people pleasers at? I'm raising my hand right now. I can sense myself sometimes slipping into a people pleasing season, but not standing up for yourself comes from wanting to also please everybody. You'd rather see others happy where you neglect your own happiness. And like, you people pleasers don't explicitly say that, right? Like they're not like, I don't want to see myself happy. I want to see everybody else happy. But think about, take inventory of the actions that you are doing on a day-to-day basis. Are you constantly putting others' needs before yours? And yes, it's important to give and serve and sacrifice for the good of other people. I'm a firm believer in that. But when it is to the point where you are pouring out of an empty cup 24-7 and there is no time scheduled in your day for you, or even in a week, no time scheduled in the day for you, this is a permission slip to change that. That, that is not investing in you being the girl who can in any way, shape, or form. And I'm here to just give you a bit of a reality check to schedule five minutes. You deserve five minutes. You know, oftentimes I said this in another episode of like, we think, can I do this? Can I not? It's a hard yes or it's a hard no. The question is, are you worthy enough to try? I just really encourage you to pour into your own happiness and be aware if you are in a season of people pleasing and how can you shift that narrative because then you will be able to stand up for yourself because you understand your own needs. With that of wanting to please everybody, you know, take um, inventory of when you're put in situations where someone may be asking you intrusive questions that they're not entitled to ask or in it's okay to say, I'd rather not speak on that or questions like that simply just don't feel right to me. Please respect my boundaries and we can we change the subject? You know, it's okay to say those things out loud and be verbal about it. But at the end of the day, if there's something in your gut telling you a situation is not right, maybe you have been insulted, someone isn't taking you seriously, you're being belittled, whatever it might be, listen to that feeling you have. It is so strong and powerful that just lean into it, especially as a woman, like you are given that gift and make a plan of how you want to proceed with communicating your feelings. Notice how I'm not saying if something in your gut doesn't feel right, like be reactive and get angry because oftentimes we can jump to conclusions and not sit on our feelings. I'm not saying sit on it for 10 years or sit on it for a month and give people the silent treatment and maybe be passive aggressive, but make a plan of how you want to proceed in communicating your feelings. Maybe it's a boss, I can't talk. Maybe it's a boss 
belittling you or as simple as someone getting your name wrong. You know, like those are two kind of extremes. And I said this before at the beginning of the podcast, but as women, we have to get better about this. We let things slide way, way too often. And like I said, I am guilty of it too. I catch myself saying, I wish I would have done this or whatever it might have been. And it's time to be the girl who can stand up for herself. So whether it's an extreme case or whether, like I said, if someone get, it's someone getting your name wrong, we have to be, if it bothers you, be the girl who can stand up for herself and just easily, respectfully correct somebody. Like it is okay. It's not going to ruin someone's day. Um, but how we do this, start from the root of taking care of what you value. So now we're moving into kind of that values morals piece. Feeding into your values will grow them and develop your foundation, right? It means choosing activities that are going to contribute to your values. For example, my health is a huge value of mine. If you're new here, I'm a dietitian. That's my bread and butter. Um, But so health obviously is a foundation of mine. So I'm going to do things like drinking um, my water daily, getting my steps in daily, doing my workouts for the week, fueling my body with foods that make me feel good, eating out of satisfaction, allowing myself to enjoy life. Those are all elements that feed into my core foundation of health. And from there, because I know what my foundation is, if things are kind of like out of tune, out of whack, like I can easily course correct and know what I need to do to get my foundations back in place. I mentioned before, but my morning routine is a foundation of value of mine. It helps me know myself better. And I'm a Christian, so I often spend my mornings with God to have a solid foundation of strength so I can then stand up for myself with his strength throughout the day because I am not strong in my own power to get through my day sometimes. I want to snap, I want to get angry, but knowing I have God on my side, I can release my worries to him because he's in charge And that makes me feel so much better to stand up for myself, knowing I have his strength embedded always in me and I can operate with that, that I'm not alone. And so that's why my morning routine is a value of mine. And when I don't have it or something is clouding it, I can stand up for myself because I know what it's like to consistently have a morning routine. And that's not something that I want to let go of. But those are all actions that you can do on kind of a day-to-day basis. Like first start with what are your values? Write them down. What do you care about? What do you value? What is going to help fill up your cup? Write actions next to those values. Maybe you just put three values and put one action that is going to feed those values and proactively schedule them within your week, within your day that you can invest in. Um, And another thing is body language. So when you are in the moment of standing up for yourself, you're maybe you're having a conversation with somebody, you know, or you're going into an interview that's going to have some difficult conversations, uh, do a Superman pose. Like I am a firm believer in this. You guys might be hearing me and being like, what is that? There's literally a Ted talk on it and I swear by it. So put your hands on your hips, power stance, chest tall, and be in a super, like, like you are superwoman and do a superwoman pose because this evokes this, um, 
body posture of confidence. And when you look it, you feel it, right? And so I do this all the time and it works. So do that. Play a hype song, play a song that you feel like you're going to do model walk to. Like we got to get our body in the physical state of feeling confident. So then you can verbally be confident and your actions will follow. And next is praying. As I just mentioned, you know, we are all not strong enough in our own strength to stand up for ourselves. Sometimes we are put in difficult situations, difficult conversations that we feel are beyond us. And that is normal. That is life. But know that you don't you aren't ever walking in those moments alone that God is there with you and you can lean on him. He is always accessible for you to pray and just sometimes say like, I don't know what to do in this situation. Can you just help navigate my words? You know, like something simple like that, a prayer um, or request is no big or too small for God. And taking a deep breath sounds so simple, but just take a moment to breathe. If you got to step outside of a room or you just got to get yourself in the present moment, be where your feet are, take a deep breath, remind yourself that nobody is going to die. Okay. That sounds extreme, but I'm being serious. (laughs) You know, like when we're standing up for ourselves, we're in a difficult conversation, like nobody's going to die. The worst thing someone can say is no. The Worst thing that maybe can happen in that situation is they don't agree with you. Maybe they might want to bark back, but nobody's going to die. You know, like it is going to be okay. You are still going to wake up tomorrow and live another day and have an opportunity at life. Okay. So just don't take it too seriously is what I'm saying. Um, I have to remind myself of that all the time where I'm at work and I'm like doing all these different projects and I feel like people need everything for me all at once. And so I am being disorganized and I'm letting people cross my boundaries, but I'm just like, Arista, nobody's going to die. Okay. They can wait 10 minutes where I get, when I get myself sorted or I answer somebody else first, like it's going to be okay. Um, don't, you don't have to say that to them. That's a little aggressive. Like you can wait, nobody's going to die a little aggressive, but you can say it to yourself mentally. (laughs) And next are some verbal tips that you can use to help stand up for yourself. I saw this in a training once that I've done. And the suggestion was don't use you statements. So for example, let's say you're in a situation where somebody is crossing your boundaries. Don't say you're crossing my boundaries or your attitude is causing me to be less productive because then that's just putting the blame onto somebody else. So instead use I statements. Example, I noticed that this style of communication we have leads me to feel like X. In the future, I would like to suggest that we handle this in a different way. Or I feel uncomfortable when I am spoken to that way. Or I noticed when X happens, I tend to shut down. So notice how those I statements are pointing to your feelings, like how you are feeling. So what I'm saying here is that your feelings are valid, okay? You have every right to speak up for your needs and preserve your energy and your mental health and happiness. That is okay. But the last thing I want to say here to wrap this whole thing up is, although it's generally good to stand up for yourself. And obviously that's what this whole podcast episode is about. There will be times when you need to just weigh your options and pick your battles. You know, at the end of the day, for some, it might just be best to listen and hold your tongue. Maybe you won't ever have to interact with that individual ever again. So in that case, maybe it might be best to let it go. 
Or if you're in a situation where you have had previous experience with this person, you know, is not open to feedback or they have anger issues, just don't put yourself in a potentially harmful situation where you might then turn to being reactive. So in that case, go to HR, whatever might be equivalent in the situation like that for you. But know that, again, you just pick your battles. You know, we don't have to be perfect at everything, but I encourage you to challenge yourself and see where you might not be standing up for yourself because we're going to be the girls who can stand up for ourselves when it comes to our happiness, our morals, our values, and our boundaries. That's really kind of the takeaway here. But that's really all I have for you guys today. I hope that was helpful. I hope you gained some sort of new insight to this conversation. If it was helpful, please share it with a friend. As I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, it is a huge help. I am excited every single week to show up for each and every one of you. Whoever you are, I would love to know who that is. So please connect with me over on social media at Aris Lujano or at the Girl Who Can podcast. DM me, slide in my DMs. Let me know where you're from, what you're doing, what your takeaway was from the episode or what you want more of on the episodes or feedback. You know, I read everything. If you want to shoot me an email, where you can find me is in the show notes of the podcast. But until next Wednesday, I love you guys. Have a wonderful week and we will chat very soon. Bye.